Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. is put away in our lives by the sacrifice of ourselves. Now, what does that mean? Well, we all have issues, right? We all would really like for those issues to be dealt with. I mean, I got issues I don't want to have anymore. I'm still wrestling with, I'm still grappling with. Well, he said, this is how, the sacrifice of ourselves. Jesus worded it this way, Matthew 16, anyone who would come after me, let him deny himself. Do you have issues you'd like to see go away? Pastor Robert lays out a plan for that today in his message. Self-sacrifice is the act of putting away your sin. When you die to yourself and follow after Jesus, your issues will become irrelevant. When you start living for Jesus and following the path the Lord has for you, your mind becomes set on things above and not on things of this world. Colossians 3 verse 2. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 9 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. My wife's best friend, one of her counselors, many years ago was diagnosed with cancer. She, she knew it was terminal. She knew she was dying. And I had the opportunity at, at one point, godly, godly woman. And we were in Denmark and with her, you know, we were there and talking. And, and I said, so Britta, tell me, what's it like? What's it like to know that you're dying? And just sweet lady, but very direct. And, and she got this look on her face that I knew it was coming. You know, I just didn't know what it was. She said, Robert, tell me, what's it like to think that you're not dying? And it took me just a second. It's like, oh, shoot. She's right. She's right. My death is just as inevitable as hers. And she wasn't offended by it. It was a teachable moment, and she seized it, you know? She later went on to write about the whole process and write about her experiences, but we forget that sometimes, don't we? Every single one of us is dying. Every single one of us. The the creation around us is dying. The human race as a whole is dying. You know, this whole thing people talk about, it's an excuse for all kinds of behaviors. I've had it used, you know, bad tempers or, you know, Italians are just hot-tempered or they can't control their sexual urges. You know, it's like, you know, it's all kinds of excuses that we throw out there, right, because of this, heritage, that, heritage, this. You know, I was born that way, you know. And listen, we were all born that way. Every single one of us has issues. We're all dying. The, The human genome is dying deteriorating bit by bit over the course of history. It's a result of sin being introduced. It wasn't that way in the beginning. 
Every act which is out of harmony with God's order for his creation has a negative impact. It's out of sync with God. Anything that's out of sync with God is death. Chew on that for a while. But Revelation 21.4 speaks to us about a future when when that's no longer going to be true. Death will no longer be a part of our experience. Revelation 21.4 says God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10 tells us Jesus has already abolished death. He has dealt with it. And Hebrews chapter 9 is telling us how he accomplished that. Verse 24 says, Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true. No, he entered heaven itself. Now to appear in the presence of God for us. Not that he should offer himself often as the high priest enters the most holy place every year with the blood of another, the blood of an animal. He then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Now listen, that's point number two. The second of the three points. Verse 26 says he put away sin by the sacrifice of of himself. Andrew Murray in his commentary on this letter to the Hebrews points out that sin is put away in our lives in the same way. Sin is put away in our lives by the sacrifice of ourselves. Now, what does that mean? Well, we all have issues, right? We all would really like for those issues to be dealt with. I mean, I got issues I don't want to have anymore. I'm still wrestling with, I'm still grappling with. Well, he said, this is how. The sacrifice of ourselves. Jesus worded it this way, Matthew 16. Anyone who would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Self-sacrifice, self-denial. Colossians 3, 2 says, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. You see, what this is telling us is that when a person chooses to follow Jesus Christ, and let me reiterate, I've said it so many times, that's not a figurative statement. Jesus rose from the grave. My very first encounter, real encounter with God, supernatural encounter with the living God, made me aware. He's alive right now. It's not like he died, went to heaven, you know, like everybody else. No, no, no. He he rose from the tomb. He's alive. It's possible to follow him today. I began doing that 29 years ago or, no, 30 years ago, to the best of my ability, just following him. And when you do that, that choice is a choice to die to the kind of life in which self-interest reigns supreme. In other words, it's not all about me anymore. If I'm going to follow him, it can't be all about me. But the thing that's interesting about this and the thing that we need to see is part of what he's telling us here is is that we need to fix our minds. We need to focus our minds on eternity. You see, before a person actually comes to know Jesus Christ and therefore he sends his Holy Spirit to make them alive, before that happens, the only thing you have to go by is what you want or what you think's best, what works best for you, that's all you have. There's there, there, not a whole lot of options, really. 
You just do the best you can. But when he puts his own spirit inside you, that changes everything. Now God himself is there speaking, teaching, transforming from the inside. And so now it's possible to to look beyond, you know, before you have a relationship with God, the focus is really between here and the grave. But what he offers is a bigger focus than that. It's not that you shift your focus completely away. You don't think about the here and now at all. You don't think about this earthly existence at all, and you only think about heaven. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is think about more than just right now. You're going to live forever. You need to be thinking about forever. You're going to be there a lot longer than you're going to be here. Why are you going to limit your focus to the next 70 or 80 years? Why are you going to limit your focus to this little brief period that we have when a thousand years from now, you're still going to be here? A thousand years from now, you're going to be alive and and dealing with stuff. No, no, no. He says we need to be looking beyond the here and now, looking at more and letting God lead us into those things about which we know very little. He says, when Christ who is our life appears, going back to Colossians chapter three, when Christ who is our life appears, then you also will appear with them in glory. Therefore, put to death. In other words, sacrifice your members which are on the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off, sacrifice all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language. Don't lie to one another since you've put off. You've sacrificed the old man with his deeds. You've put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. See, we talk about this every time we do a baptism, that the picture of baptism is that that the old person dies and somebody brand new comes to life, is raised out of the water, a new creation, someone that now the Holy Spirit of the living God is transforming and changing and recreating that individual. Just like Jesus died on the cross, sacrificing himself to defeat sin by paying the consequences on our behalf, you and I are to crucify our humanity, figuratively speaking. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio. What you just heard may have set some questions off in your spirit about who Jesus is and why he's so important. If so, keep listening. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're listening today and and you're thinking, man, I really need God in my life. You know, I've wandered away or or maybe, maybe you're just searching. It's the first time you're really getting serious about having a relationship with God. And, you know, I remember when I felt that way, and, and to be honest, I, I, I felt really kind of exasperated and crummy and, and like it was probably impossible. Well, it's not impossible. The Bible says that God loves you so much right where you are. He understands that we're messed up. The Bible tells us, I mean, He knows we're human. He knows that we're flawed. He knows that we're sinful, imperfect human beings. That's why the Bible says He sent Jesus in the first place 
to come and die on the cross to pay for our sin, to pay for our wickedness, so that all we have to do is open our hearts to him and receive the pardon, the forgiveness that he's offering. He wants a relationship with you. I'd love to give you more information about that. Listen, I'd love to pray with you about that, even if electronically. Just go to our website, mainthingradio.com. There's all kinds of info on the website about how to begin that relationship with Jesus, how to begin that that personal relationship with God, how to study the Bible. We can give you all kinds of information about that if you'll just reach out to us and let us know that you need it. Thanks, Pastor Robert. That website again is mainthingradio.com. We're so glad you joined us today and be sure to tune in again to Main Thing Radio.